I'm, t- I'm at the STC Summit talking with Anna Parker Richards, who's the incoming president of the STC Toronto chapter. And they have some really interesting things they're doing in their chapter. For example, they're charging 100 to $150 for events and they're having fewer events. So I wanted to ask Anna about what they're doing differently in their model. They're having a lot of success. And I want to share those details with other chapters who are probably interested. So Anna, tell us about these events that you do instead of meetings and how much you're charging and how they work. Well, originally we had the um, the same model as I think is fairly popular with all the other chapters. And we had 10 meetings once a month. Um, we had it in uh, the basement of a library. And uh, we were paying um, cover charge or whatever you want to call it. We were paying for the location. Um, and we had one speaker come in and we had uh, you know, some refreshments and we had some networking opportunities. Um, and we held it the second Tuesday evening of every month. And uh, what we did is uh, using SurveyMonkey, we um, asked the, uh, the, uh, the membership a whole bunch of questions about um, you know, things they liked about the model and, and things that the areas of improvement possible areas for improvement and what we learned is that they were um, among other things um, interested in a little bit more robust professional development opportunities and um, we had a whole other set of um, reasons measurable reasons why we wanted to move towards a a different model and um, I want to add here uh, right up front that Bernard Ashvanden is a visionary of this and so um, if anyone wants to ask him questions he can go on about this because it's a great idea. Um, he put a presentation together. There's a lot of details that I could go into. What sort of details interested you the most to, to corner me here to uh, ask me for this podcast? So our chapter is really anemic. We have max like 10 people show up they're different it's not really taking off we want to provide value so you have this model where you just have five events a year you you describe them as mini conferences you charge a hundred dollars and people are getting a lot out out of it so do you hold these on a work day or on a weekend good question um we call them events and yes we went down from 10 monthly meetings to five events and uh, you ask if we charge a hundred dollars every event is different just like every conference is different you're targeting a different audience every single time so um, one of the events was career day that one uh, I can't remember what we charged you say hundred dollars that I guess that's the message that's going around but it's different it's different for each particular event for the career day, our particular target audience was students. And uh, we had our local um, college, Seneca College, actually hosted the event, so we didn't have to pay for that location. And uh, a lot of students from Seneca College's uh, technical, technical writing program came. And um, we really subsidized that one for them and, and, and others. Um, pricing is really important. People who aren't members, the pricing was a lot more. So I think we charged $50 for that one, um, even a little less for students, um, and then well over $100 for people who weren't members. And uh, So 
now it seems like it's a lot of work to pull together a little mini conference. Do you have, I mean, is this a big strain on somebody? Do you, how do you find the speakers and, and the venue? Another good question. Um, it is a fair amount of work. This is the first year we've put this model in. So there's been a lot of work and a lot of work on Bernard's part. Um, Bernard's very good at putting on events, and so a lot of it just comes to him naturally. He's got all these to-do lists in his head. So this is, like I said, this is the first year we've implemented it. Um, we went in knowing there's risk. And uh, when Bernard spoke about this the other day at Leadership Day, he, he, he identified uh, a good number of, of risks going in, and, and one of his bullet points was, we could blow it. We could completely blow it, but we're very happy to say we didn't. But my point is that we went in knowing there was going to be some change management that was going to have to be involved. But we didn't go in with a big structured plan because we weren't 100% of what to expect on an intricate level of, of sort of organization details. That's what we're doing right now. After every single event, so just to clarify, the five events that we have the yeah. Toronto chapter. We did a career day, I talked about that. We did a tech trends evening. That one was just an evening during the week. The career day was, these, these have all been during the work day. None of them have been on the weekend. Education day, management day, and then we're going to have a, a great annual general meeting. Um, I just lost my no, point. No, so I, I think this is a cool, oh, a cool idea. Sorry, what were you gonna add? What I was going to add is that we, um, we did post-mortem, little post-mortem discussions. We've pulled in a project manager knowing full well that we want to capture all of the details that have gone into this, mm. this, this organizing each and every event. And so we have all that information. And the next step for us going into next year, I'm the incoming president, so I have to do this. And I know, and I knew coming in, that now we have to organize guidelines. I want documented guidelines because I don't want to be doing every single thing that Bernard did. But he's a visionary. He's wonderful. He pulled it all together. And um, you might want to talk to him as well. So how many speakers do you have at these mini conferences? Um, let me think back. Um, General. The, everyone was different, right? Yeah. I wouldn't call them conferences. I would call them events. <laughs> but I don't know what the... We could talk yeah, another sorry. day about the definition. <laughs> but um, career day, for example, we had short presentations. And I think we had eight. Um, but that would include a panel we had at the end of the day. That was an extremely successful day. In the Tech Trends evening... We had three. We had someone who, uh, oh, and that was all around content management. So we had one speaker come in and talk about a um, successful implementation. And then another speaker came in and spoke about a not so successful implementation, very positive, all about lessons learned. And the third speaker was a vendor not the vendor who was involved in the unsuccessful or necessarily the successful implementation in that vendor was a, um, was a bit of a sponsor for the event. So you ask how many speakers, everyone was a little bit different. Um, for Education Day and Management Day, I think we had four for, for both of them. So after trying this model for a year, are you gonna keep doing it going forward? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And so the next steps are to take the information we collected in our little post-mortem discussions and pull together guidelines. But what's really key here is that the, um, the rules have changed, right? We, we've, we've had managers, uh, we have a volunteer manager, we have a hospitality manager, we, you know, we have our, 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 uh, our membership manager. So we have all these rules that have currently existed and this year, um, still on the executive, still contributing to all these discussions that we have, um, but weren't able to contribute as much as they wanted to because we didn't have discrete tasks identified so they could, so they could you know, contribute um, as much as they would have before. So the next steps are to re-identify the roles. Um, they're not so different. They're not so different. It's just a shift. It's just, it's just a little bit of change management we have to do at this point. And um, so we'll have a little workshop in the summer. And then into next year, everybody will know, because we've already done this for a year, um, budgeting included. We've kept very, very, very close tabs on, on how much um, each event has, has cost and, 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 and for planning in the future. So if we want to come up with a very strict budget for next year, we can because the information is all there. So, um, what, what question. So uh, approximately how many people came to your monthly meetings and how many people come to these events? Now, the monthly meetings last year, I think we, we had maybe about... Um, 20 to 30, depending on the speaker, depending on the topic, 15 sort of core members who, who would always come, including a lot of the executive, and um, dwindling, dwindling. And so we found that this structure, this new model, has uh, brought more, more interest. Um, and then the one other thing I want to add is, yes, we've gone down to five events, and the events do take a fair amount of effort to put together, but it can be spread out and it is all about volunteers and we have a very very strong um, admin council um, and so into next year no concerns um, uh, around you know delegating or uh, sharing all the effort that goes into it and we have a, a good plan about um, a good plan in place for um, sharing responsibilities for each event and spreading the responsibilities for each event out to different different people. Um, we also have socials and they are fun, they are wonderful networking opportunities and they're starting to attract some of our more senior members who may not necessarily come out to all of our you know professional development opportunities or, or events. Um, in, in many cases, those are uh, our presenters. Or Wait, so, so did these events replace your meetings, but you, but not your socials? Like you still have your socials and the events, but no more like monthly meetings, right? That's right. We didn't have. Um, well, our monthly meetings were also socials, but now they're they're sort of divided. You know, we have our professional development events, and we have socials and we have them at restaurants and and we go out and we we chat they're very informal we provide a place and an excuse and more and more people are coming out and those those are attracting 25 to 30 and it's growing and growing and we do it geographically different areas in toronto you know the greater toronto area you've got mississauga you've got richmond hill you've got markham you 
we could go out to Ajax. So you actually switch locations where you do it each time. Yeah, yeah. And that way, we're attracting people who live in different areas. We always try to keep it on the public transit line as well. Anna, uh, what's the biggest challenge with this model that you that you find? I have to think on that one for a second. Um, is it is it finding speakers or presenters, or is it like finding a, a venue to hold it, or is it trying to market it? I think marketing it, we can definitely do a better job uh, of that. We've been we've been emailing, we've been updating our website. Um, We've been, no, I think we've done a good job. I think that we just, we're really working hard at expanding our network of partners. Um, we're partnered with the, the local college, Seneca College. We, we're partnered with, um, hmm, who else have we got? We, we, uh, okay. <laughs> I can't remember who all our partners are right now. I'm a little bit nervous. That's but my point is, we what we've started doing is 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 reaching out to other nonprofit organizations, associations, um, and inviting them to come to our events. So, what we we really are interested in expanding our community because technical communication is very very big umbrella. There's a whole lot of niches that fall underneath that umbrella and we really want to expand the community because Toronto has a very 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 rich, you know, very very rich um, technical communication community and it definitely goes beyond the SDC and we want to we want to keep them involved. And the one interesting thing that we've done is we um, in our pricing, we reflect that sort of like friends of SDC and so they get the the lower the lower the lower prices as well <laughs> somebody's, taking our pi somebody's taking our picture yeah. so all right Anna well hey thanks for uh, talking to me I think that's a cool model seriously and and there's I mean a lot of people couldn't come to leadership day but that was what you guys ex um, explained and if people want to know more what's your what's your STC website oh www.st ctoronto.org uh, oh it's it's under construction we we need to that's another project in place but uh, we're working on that okay all right well thanks you're welcome so yesterday i was talking with anna parker anna parker richards right i answered both about about the success and the new techniques they're using in their chapter and she wanted to add some more stuff that she didn't quite get to. So we're adding this to the podcast. Well, one of the benefits of being an extrovert at one of the at these conferences is that um, the networking. I love it. I get all this energy and I'm very comfortable meeting all sorts of new people and introducing myself. Um, but one of the, the drawbacks is um, that... Uh, my focus is completely scattered, and uh, when you asked me to do a podcast, I um, I was excited. And, and uh, extroverts tend to speak first and think later. And um, when it comes to what we've done at the Toronto chapter, um, I really wanted to get the messaging uh, clear because um, a lot of people contributed to what we've done, and uh, you kept uh, you kept. Uh, saying, you know, oh, you have a story. Why don't you share your story with me? Well, you know, a story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. 
Um, this one doesn't have an end yet, but uh, what I gave you yesterday was like a snapshot of where I was right now, and I was just full of energy because I just come out of this great session. And um, you know who the Flash is? Who? He's the you know. Oh, the, oh Flash Gordon. <laughs> no, not Flash Gordon. The Flash. He's one of the uh, one of the uh, superheroes in the Justice League. Oh, okay. Anyone okay. who has little boys will know will will know who the Flash is. Anyway, so he runs really, 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 really fast. Mm. And when he's um, encased in ice, as you know, can happen to superheroes, he can melt that ice because he moves so fast that the ice around him melts. So that's what I feel like right now. I'm like just thrumming with with energy from all the people around here so took a little bit of time to um, get a little focus and I want to get this message right so the beginning the middle and the end of the story but the other thing you know here we are technical communication mm -hmm. audience you know what would you really want to know about when it comes to this new model that the Toronto chapter is trying out. And I figured likely, um, how did we get, how did we implement it, but also how much effort is really involved? And so that's sort of what I wanted to focus on a little bit more in a, in a targeted way. So. So wait, one, one second. So just to clarify, you want to talk about the, the, the effort that's involved and the, the multiples of people that have to come together in order to make something like this work. Is that right? It's, uh, I just want to tell our story, basically. Okay. Okay. So uh, yesterday I mentioned that uh, Bernard, Bernard Ashvanden, our current chapter president, had come up with this great idea of going to the five and five model, five events and five socials. Um, and he'd come up with that based on um, feedback we'd gotten from the members in a, uh, in a survey monkey, in a, in a poll that we'd done. Um, and I made it sound like, and this is what, what concerned me, that he'd done all the work on his own and he had just said, this is what we're going to do, and he did it all. And the truth of the matter is, is that we've got a great, rich admin council. And uh, so what he did is, based on those survey results, he pulled together um, a PowerPoint presentation and he presented it to the rest of us, I believe, on the admin council in one of our monthly meetings, and he presented the idea to us. And everyone in the room, um, there are probably seven or eight or nine of us um, on the admin council that at that particular meeting, it was really, really exciting. A little scary because a lot of change and, and not really any plans as to how we were going to implement it, but the energy... Um, that, that, that was generated in that particular meeting by Bernard's structured ideas um, was incredible and where we were in, we were in. And so the next step was that we pulled together a full day workshop. Um, we had it in, Todd Race at the time was our program manager, which is a tough job, right? If you've got one person who's trying to pull I in all the speakers. Have you met Todd Race, so. big guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, that's Todd. So we, we all met in his, his um, condo's meeting room for a full day, and we did a workshop. Um, and it was at that workshop that we identified the five different events that we were going to hold. And so what they are are career day, a tech trends day, education day, management day, and then the final biggie is the AGM, the annual general meeting. And um, 
what we did is after we identified those buckets, I'll call them, um, we discussed and outlined and just brainstormed what possible topics we could talk about at those particular days. And then that took all day, basically, and we just captured everything and captured it and captured it and captured it. But then what we did is Bernard gave each day to one or two people to go away and then do some more research into how we could implement it. And then we came back, pooled that information, Bernard updated his PowerPoint presentation, um, and that's what he presented to the membership at the annual general meeting last year. So they knew what to expect for the coming year. So we prepped them. Um, and then obviously this was communicated on our website. So um, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to clarify that we have this fantastic admin council and we do work collaboratively. We love Bernard's, um, what did I call him? He's a visionary. Yeah. We love his vision, we love his energy, and we just um, love implementing his ideas. He's got fantastic ideas. But what he does do is he, is he makes the most of the people that are, are, are on his team, and so we really all did contribute to it. Uh, I actually think that's an interesting point because a lot of times we think of leaders as people who just get things done or they make things happen, but really they are good delegators. They're good coordinators. They're people who recognize that there's lots of other assets in, or not assets, but people who can can really do research and pull together ideas and then taking all that information from people and, and, and helping um, move toward a consensus and a new idea and things like that. So, Right. And, and, uh, and that's just it. Our admin council is great. We have people who, well, you know, we have, uh, we have Pat Dales, who's our, our current treasurer um, and uh, big, big contributor, a different, different approach well, we're all different personality types. It's, it's, it's a very rich group that we have because we, we, we kind of celebrate how different we all are. And as a result, we get a lot of good collaborative results because I see things differently than Bernard. I see Pat has, has, uh, has, has a different view. And uh, there's, there's there, let's see, who else? Uh, no, anyway. Wait, wait. So, yeah. so the takeaway here is that if you're, if you are a lone leader, you probably won't get it done. You need the support of multiple people in your chapter. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Putting on event is a tough, is, 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 there's a lot of work involved. And actually, that brings me to the next phase of the story, which is the middle. So I just told you about the beginning of the story. <laughs> oh, See, I went away. I okay. thought about this. There's structure. Structure's a good thing. Okay. So how do we actually put on these events? Putting on an event is a tough thing to do. Um, going into this year, Bernard really provided and, and did all the legwork involved in getting the speakers, because he's got a lot of, a lot of contacts here at the, at the uh, Society for Technical Communication, and so he was able to get some great speakers, and, and, and he loves doing that. So that's, he did that a lot. Um, and I remember yesterday I was saying, oh, he did all the work at the events. He did all the work in the events. Well, like I said, it was a snapshot of what we had just come off of. And we had just come off of doing a management day. And yeah, Bernard did that whole thing. And it was a lot of work. 
and then on the uh, on the day, it wasn't a lot of work. I mean, one person can pull it off, but they wouldn't want to do that every two months on their own, right? So he pulled it all together, and then on the day of, logistically speaking, there were a number of us who were runners and helping and doing things. You know, I was out there buying cookies at the grocery store while they were doing their presentations and whatnot so that we had some, you know, refreshments and, and, and whatnot. But um, the other events... Um, like for career day, Bernard and I both worked on that. We were, we were a team. And then we had a Tech Trends evening. That one was owned by Milan Davidovich. Um, he's a member of our, uh, of our admin is council. A, is he a blogger? I think I yes. follow his site. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a great guy. And he's actually very interested in bylaws. So talking about having a great team with different interests and strengths. Um, he's a great guy to have on board. So Milan worked on tech trends and, and um, registrations. That's something I handled. And Milan did, did the rest for tech trends. And we had a few runners as well at the event. And then education day, that was Pat. Pat ran that and uh, ran with that. And, and she did a lot of the, uh, the coordinating. And Bernard, actually, Bernard and Pat did education day. And then management day, like I said, was... Bernard pretty much pulled that one together, and then AGM is uh, mine, and I'm certainly not going to do it on my own. Yeah. So that's so so okay. Wait, hold on. So uh, so basically, you have these events that you've targeted your five events of the year, mm-hmm. and you kind of delegate the execution of each event to a different member. Is that how you did it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is our model. That was uh, how we got there. Mm-hmm. That's what we've done. Yesterday I talked a lot about um, change management. Um, there's a little bit of work to be done so that we can repeat next year and there's definitely going to be lessons learned. Um, I think the takeaway from this is the value added in going five, going down to five sessions um, or, or five mini events as we call them. Um, I think you get bigger bang for your buck like you, like we said yesterday we charge you know for people to come but it's a great professional development um, learning opportunity at the conference we've been ju- again it's back to the networking thing right I have met so many people so many great speakers and boy oh boy we've been exchanging business cards so that maybe we can get some of those speakers to come if not physically maybe we can you know do do like a video conference set up um so you mentioned there was a beginning middle and end or is there more to come or is no, your this is it i'm concluding i'm <laughs> concluding i know i can go on and on and on and on but i am coming to a conclusion and that's that this model we call it five and five five uh five events and then the five socials which are very easy to coordinate um the, fi- the five and five is that what the that's, I, that's yeah okay. pretty clear five and five okay. five events five uh, five socials um every chapter is different right it's, it comes down to your audience right every single chapter is different we think it's a great model how you enter into it how you implement it how you know logistically speaking how you carry it out it's gonna have to be different for every single chapter um, but it's a it's a model to follow right and um, Bernard's really excited about it. And, and one, of the th- one of the messages he's putting out there is if, you know, if you're a chapter president or, or very much involved in your chapter and you're interested, give him a, give him a shout. Give him, I have his email address here. Okay. So give, give, 
email Bernard. His email address is bernard at publishingsmarter.com. And uh, he is keen to share this, this model with other chapter leaders and just talk about if it's a fit with their chapter, answering any questions they may have. You all know that Bernard is a great speaker. If you wanted to, probably he'd be happy to, you know, go out to your chapter and uh, talk about it if that's something that interests you. All right. Well, thanks, Anna. I appreciate the follow-up. No problem. Thanks for the interview.